Yo! Alright, everybody, we're out in the garage tonight. How are what you a, doing? What a great fucking start. <laughs> yeah! We're oh, in dude. the garage. Apparently, we're on a pirate ship. Yo! It's <laughs> <laughs> like a Scottish pirate. That's weird. <laughs> well, you, you guys are in the Jolly Roger garage. The Jolly Roger garage? Why? Because I have, like, fucking. No, because you called it a pirate ship. So oh, Jolly Ro oh, Jolly Roger. Okay, gotcha. Indeed. You know how you get a Jolly Rancher, right? You fuck a farmer. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. So, uh, I hope there's no farmers out there offended. Because <laughs> we definitely need to grow a pair in this country, you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Grow a pair is the topic of tonight's episode. Um, uh, I definitely feel like the grow a pair thing, too. You know, a lot of people think of it as just like a recent thing. Like, oh, people these days, kids these days need to grow a pair. I feel like this has been an ongoing thing for quite at least 20 years now with the, the lack of pairage. You know what I mean? Like 2017, yeah. But if you think back when we were kids too, there was still a lot of, just a lot of fucking babying and pampering. Baby boomers are the pussies, The problem dude. was we, in <laughs> They've the, always been pussies. In the early 90s, we had the true death of the community. And so, where do you think that came from? Well, the I don't... Well, uh, the, <laughs> I think it came from the fucking internet and cell phones. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing: nobody so has back to be next day, to each other to talk you, to each other. That you is used true. To go to your neighbor. And so if you needed a cup of sugar, you didn't run out to the store to go get a cup of sugar. You walked over to your neighbor's house. You didn't said, hey, order sugar you online have a cup of sugar? from your nearest grocery it. store. Have it delivered within the half hour. Yeah, as much as I love you guys, I feel like you're really reaching with that one. I think the no. last time someone knocked on the door to get a cup of sugar was like 1940. Like, <laughs> 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 no, nah, and when I was growing up, maybe, people used to come to my door and really? my parents yeah. would go to our Because you knew your neighbors. Some. You hung out with your neighbors. Conversely, well, not conversely, as... Uh, to go along with that, the neighbors would also see you spray painting a wall, grab you by the nape of your neck, and bring you to your parents. They would be a surrogate parent when there wasn't someone there to smack your ass. Exactly. Now, true. nothing happens, and it's either... People don't care about other people It's either anymore. police or nothing. Like, you're either going to bitch about it to the person that's behind that window with you with, that you're looking out, or you're going to call the cops. You're not going to go take care of it yourself. You're not going to go... So, because of that, people have become so introverted that everyone feels unsafe that whole going everything that whole going to the cops thing though that's one of the biggest examples of that is today's day and age with uh, two boys get into a fight and now I mean if you're talking the 1970s mm -hmm. two guys got in a fist fight right one loses the other one wins and afterwards you know it's just like whatever and there was no suspension like and even if there was a suspension that was where it ended if it was for a day yeah. now there's like assault charges and fucking like and then they Court start cases. then they start a group in the school to make sure everyone who saw the fight is okay and they gotta oh. call in like fucking trauma yep. therapists to make sure <laughs> that there wasn't that the blood was like enough for them to handle I mean like it's crazy it's absolutely insane no for real it's definitely starts with children and children today are far too soft i mean well i can blame parenting that on the parents in general yeah, today it's gotta be the parents. Too well, the parents are the fault at fault but they're raising soft children and even in our age group like we were lucky enough to be raised right you know right whether everything went perfectly or not i'm sure it didn't I, mine my raising was far from perfect i think all but, of ours were in one way or another yeah, yeah. but it's like my parents taught me right from wrong. They taught me how to be polite in public. I've, I've chosen on multiple occasions not to be. But they because put it's that, funny. But they, <laughs> put, they put it into me not to be a slime bag in public. And there are too many parents that never did that for their kids. No, there, I will tell you, dude, the balls of kids. All right, so I'm down at the beach with my family. This was you know just like two months ago or something, right? We're at the beach. We're just taking a day trip. And we're, at the, we're actually on the beach by the ocean. And... 
Jess is holding Cora, and Bryce is, like, kicking at the waves. And, you know, little four happy family are standing there right at the edge of the water on the beach. And there's this kid who kind of, like, latched himself to Bryce, which I don't mind. He's making new girlfriends. But this kid, like, he just starts, like, which kids do? But it's the manner in which he just starts kicking water, right? But he's kicking it at us and, like, laughing. And I'm like, and I don't know where this dude's mother is, okay? This kid, this kid's probably, like, five. Can't see his mother, father, no one. He's just, like, kicking water, and I go, I'm like, all right. I'm not going to be one of them people who just goes, okay, this is fine. I'm like, excuse me. I'm like, could you not kick water at us? I thought that was a polite way to put it. Looks right at me with this little fucking Satanist grin and just continues to kick the water. And now I'm getting Because he knows you're not going to do anything about and it. And I want it to, like, I don't feel like it's an okay feeling to want to, you know, like, close fist punch a child. But <laughs> then after that, then he, like, starts getting in Bryce's face going, like, making weird noise and shit. And Bryce is real uncomfortable. He's crossing his arms. Bryce is like, what's wrong with this kid? I'm like, that is, I would never go <laughs> up to a... That's a kid who was never told no. I yeah. would never go up to a family, like, two adults... And I was a kid and start kicking water at them. I know it sounds harmless. Well, he's just a kid. Dude, no, I but, walked like, I carefully so sand didn't blow yes, at people. Our parents yes. would beat our asses if we did that. My our mom parents would, came from a different time. My mom would bring me up and be like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Like, exactly. And my dad would be like, Jan, 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 with the grinding get teeth. Get over here. I didn't even have to get struck as a child. I just knew the fear. You know what I mean? Like, I saw the look because and I knew I the fear. I had been hit. I didn't need to get yep. hit. But I just feel like if this continues one day, I'm going to end up hooking a parent. I'm going to end up punching a parent in the face. And it's going right. to be awful. So let's talk about this. Hitting your children. Because okay. this is a huge thing that is this big everyone and this is good because you guys don't have them i do have sanctions. kids so we can definitely bounce ideas yeah off but other, okay? i was hit as a child is right hitting your children at. do it it works do it beating because your children i got my right. ass not a good and idea i turned into a good person exactly and i will tell you this there's definitely I was, you can't there i definitely feel that there is a divide between taking your day out and your kids with a fucking bag yeah, of rocks that in the is backyard. totally so, different it has yeah. to be let a me disciplinary action the the way you need to do it is the way it was done for me, I think, was perfect. I was told, you're going to get a spanking for right. this. Right, the, the verbal I warning. I was terrified at that point because I had had spankings. Of course. I was then, in not in a public place, I was then taken, sat down, put over my father's knee. He told me what I did wrong. He hit me on the ass three times with his hand. It hurt like a motherfucker for like ten minutes. Right. And I learned my goddamn lesson. This is true. This is true. People who just smack their kid in the face and scream at them and stuff, you're, you're a shit parent. But if you tell your kids what they did wrong, physically reprimand them, it is a thing that snaps in your brain. And it's a memory. But, and you know what it is? It's laziness. Parents don't want to continue the process because you can't just do that once. And they, like You yeah. didn't get your ass smacked once and you're like, no. oh, I should never do this again. It took time. Yeah. So and now, I wasn't just hit every time I did something wrong. I was... Physically or uh, verbally reprimanded as well. And there was something else about what you said. Physical is what I remember. Of course it is. There was something else about what you said um, where they took you to a, a private place. Like, you know, these parents who beat the shit out of their kids in supermarkets, dude, they get on my. I'm not going to lie. Like, if you want to, like, pull your kid oh, I, like, I got spanked one time in the middle of an aisle, but now, I was being a piece of shit. Spanked, though, dude. But I'm talking about parents. Like, I've seen parents run over a kid and just start fucking wailing on them, like, in public. Like, <laughs> And I know there's that whole, well, what do you give a shit what other people think? But that's just like, it's embarrassing for you as an adult that you've lost that much control 
because of a child. You've allowed the child to let you lose that much control in a public setting that right next to the rigatonis, you got to fucking just like wail on your kid. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. that depends there on what your I kid am. Just yeah, did, that's the thing. You, ne- you didn't <laughs> lose control. You've never had control. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, and I've seen kids who just like pull a coupon out, they keep pulling a bunch of coupons out of that little dispenser thing. <laughs> I did it when I was a and kid. And got wailed on for that. But yet, here's this kid kicking water at me, the beach, smiling at me, not a fucking parent in sight. Poor coupon kid gets his ass whooped, and little beach fucker just like gets to go on being a d bag. Like it just it, it blows my mind, blows my fucking no, mind. Uh, kids are completely out of control. It's like how the cops are never there when the guy is driving on the wrong side of the road and running stop signs and shit. It's, it's the same yeah, thing. It's always. Like, where are the parents? It's a soft world. And now you brought up something earlier. One of the first things you said was Facebook. So this goes for all social media. The ability to shit talk and fight with zero consequence other than potential mean words. And even the mean words you can go report. That is another huge thing. You know, if I was to go on Facebook right now and start calling a dude like a piece of shit and he's come back at me, like, it ends with words and that sucks. One of these two adults, and people can say it sounds barbaric or outdated or violent or warmongering, whatever, but someone at some point should probably get their fucking teeth knocked out for talking to another grown man that way. Yeah. And we've stopped that because... Because the person you're talking to is 2,000 miles away in right. fucking Wisconsin. Exactly. We should be able to communicate with people in Wisconsin from New Jersey. Unless I <laughs> intentionally call someone I know in Wisconsin, I shouldn't be able to communicate with this person. I mean, right. it's just, it's absolutely ridiculous. So, back on track with Grown Pair, people on the internet, dude, everyone yeah. has a safe space. They're kicking people. All right, now, all right, so I want to preface this with I feel like companies like Twitter and other shit like that. They are private companies, so the whole free speech thing, don't even bring that up, because you do have free speech. If you want to go out on the street and say, I hate blah, 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 cool, do it. You're an asshole in your local neighborhood, and your neighbors can deal with you. Exactly. Twitter is a website that's owned by a person, and if they don't like what you're saying, they can stop you from saying it. Right. They have every right to do that. Mm Mm-hmm. So negate the free speech thing. You that when you sign up. But... There's some motherfuckers on the internet saying some crazy shit, and some people who just, just, they just can't even hear it, and they just, I need a space where these people can't say these things to me. And they're fanning themselves down with the latest issue of People Magazine to see what's going on with fucking Bradgelina, and it's just, it's brutal. I just, it, it, it makes me sick. It's like, ah. I don't hate celebrities. I hate regular people who care about celebrities. <laughs> and and that's actually part of Grow growing a pair. pair. That's actually part of growing a pair. They care so much to where their personal life and day is affected mm-hmm. by the actions of these people they've never met, never <laughs> will meet. Never give up. Fuck about yeah. them. Witten fucking... Brad and Angelina are breaking up! They're adopting another kid from another country. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Great. So then now they have a multicultural farm at their house. They're going to rock kids up in a fucking chicken coop. Awesome. I don't care. Like, why does everyone else care so much? Brad never should have left Jennifer Aniston. That's probably true. Because Jennifer Aniston <laughs> is going to be naturally... Yeah. She could be a 10 until and, she's And 70. Angelina's only a 10 because she just fucking piles on the makeup and one day her lips and her Angelina boobs are going to sag. Angelina doesn't even have boobs. Wait, yeah, I was yeah. say she doesn't have tits anymore. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, shit. <laughs> but like, but like to Here be, comes the hate mail. To come, to, be, to become that Doctor, concerned about it. Doctor, where your tits go? <laughs> <laughs> but the biggest, 
the biggest grow a pair. <laughs> a Polish doctor cuts your boobs off. And it's also so, and you know, people people would blame schools, but schools also have to kind of bow a little bit to the wishes of the parents a again. A lot a bit. Dude. Yeah. They're, all right. So teachers' unions are dying. Right. And everything is parent controlled now. So every time a parent makes a phone call and complains to something to the principal, they're not just complaining, they're threatening to call the fucking every thing that they've suit. read on the internet. They're right. threatening to call all these things. And the the principal's like, shit, I don't want to lose my goddamn job. So he bows to the whim of every dumb request. And that's how you get these fucking safe spaces. So also, you know what else and the internet so, has done? So let's do safe spaces for a minute because I know every one of us is triggered oh by God. safe spaces. I don't like the bullying. I need a safe space because of safe spaces. So here's my safe space, this podcast that I'm part of, my safe space to talk shit. Right, absolutely. Spaces. Right here in my garage, I am I am free to say yeah. what the fuck I want <laughs> about anyone. You can't do anything about it because I'm 2,000 miles away. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> now what? Jerk off. The safe space thing, of course, came to fruition with the latest election. Yeah, I mean, like, oh no, my... No, that was well before that. But I remember, I never was... remember hearing it being coined as much, though. You know, the phrase gets used a lot more now, I think. Uh, I don't remember well, it being used over, too much. Yeah, it I think it came around in the point. Obama administration. Yeah, Jeez. Yeah, that's when <laughs> it came it, around. The Obama administration, yeah. you, you hear a lot of these... And it's always colleges. It's a safe space where you don't have to hear things that hurt your fragile little ears. So, on this place where you are supposed to be learning new things and intaking to new run, ideas. To run how the are country? you going to learn how to deal with a conflict if a conflict is never presented to you? Right, so then you're going yeah. to college for business administration because you hope to one day be the CEO of your own business. And you are protected by safe space. What the fuck is going to happen the first time you get a class action lawsuit against your company because mm-hmm. of some dumb shitter? Like, how are you going to handle it if you've been taught, it's okay, just have some teacher with huge fake boobs, put your head right into them, and rub your head, everything's okay, little Timmy, who's now 22. Like, that's fucked up. And I hate all of this anti-bullying shit that's around, too. Like, that's the way that school is supposed to be. I don't know about you guys. I was tortured. A main part of my growing up was being bullied, and eventually coming to the courage and the self-determination to beat the shit out of that bully. Right. And then he never fucked with me again. Absolutely. That was was a huge growing moment in my life that gave me all kinds of self-esteem. I beat the shit out of the town bully. And I think, like, more people need to go through that instead of being, oh, he he hit me. Fucking knock the guy out then. Like, fucking grow a pair and (laughs) knock the motherfucker out. So, you, <laughs> row two pairs. you knocked your bully out. I never knocked my bully out. I've knocked my out before. It was awesome. I went to his house because I was so <laughs> furious. So, I'm at, all right. So, here's my story. I'm in school. I'm uh, sixth grade reading a book. I was reading uh, Michael Crichton's Jurassic Park 2. I still remember it. The white cover. Of course. The, the limited release. Of yeah. yeah. Um, hardback. Oh, okay. Because I was a gentleman. Thanks, Pop. I had a fedora. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was was a weird fucking kid. I had a fedora and a man satchel. Sorry. (laughs) I was a weird ass kid. I did a bunch of weird shit. And one of them was I didn't talk to people. I read. I read a lot. What a... What a loser. He what a reads. nerd. Exactly. So I got picked on a lot. So the class bully comes up to me in homeroom 
and just grabs the spine of the book. I'm like, I just iron gripped it on either side of the book. I'm in the middle of a passage. I'm just like, dude, fuck off. And he's like, give me the book. <laughs> what are you reading? You got them big fancy words in there? <laughs> I hope you said exactly that. And I'm like, dude. And I just remember saying, like, dude, let go of the fucking book. And, like, he starts pulling and pulling. And he just, like, pulls it up and then back and ripped the book in half. And I just remember whitening. Like, every part of my body... From my neck down every extremity, just lightning. I just started freaking out. I started crying. I started shaking. And I right, walked up to him. I got right into his face. I'm like, <gasps> I literally just growled at him. This kid's fucking growling at me. <laughs> backed the fuck off. The homeroom teacher came over, took care of all of it. That day after school, I went to his house. I knocked on the door. I I looked in the peephole and saw a shadow and then I, I heard dad <laughs> nice he got, got his dad to answer the door his dad came to the door I'm like he's like hello I'm like send your son out and he's like what I'm like Send your pussy-ass son outside. As I hope you really did this. That is the exact thing I said. It is the first time in my life at the time I had cursed at an adult. So I'm in sixth grade. What was I, 11 years old, 12 years old? The first time in my life I cursed at an adult. Nice. He didn't let his son outside, and after that he wanted to be my best friend. Like Now I have... Ah, see? So you end up gaining a friend. I No, I fucking hated him to the end. I never let him be my friend. I told him to fuck off every time he come to ha uh, come around me. I just knew at that point he wasn't going to fuck with me because he knew I'd come to his house and beat his ass. In front it's of his dad. It's also amazing the lessons that get and, taught and let's, through let's this. Let's paint a picture because we haven't introduced ourselves either. Oh. At the time I was a six foot... Uh, sixth grade, six foot two foot, six foot two inch tall string bean. At fu in fucking sixth grade, Jolly <laughs> Green grade. over here was already six two. He By seventh 12. grade, I was my full six four and a half. Josh already had a fucking full grown beard, <laughs> and I was excited. I did excited. not have a beard. You see pictures of me from back in the day, clean shaven. Clean shaven. Beard. It is so. I was weird. excited because the first hair popped out of my nipple. Yeah, I mean, I was like, oh. I'm a real boy. No. Now I have eight hairs on my nipples. <laughs> Four on each. It's fantastic. I still don't have fucking armpit hair. It's brutal. But the lessons that can be learned from... I'll actually give you... So my story, so... I was friends with this kid that everyone else fucking hated, okay? He, his name, I don't even remember his name. I think was he the stinky kid? No, he was abnormally short. Not dwarfism, but abnormally short. And he was real, what everyone else considered, geeky. He was, all he did was talk about the, def the fire department because his dad was a volunteer and like his whole family's in it. So he used to walk around, he would put on the outfits and shit. He just very much into fire and police and he was a just a dorky kind of kid and oh the, the kid that wound up being the pyromaniac that burned down all of the <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, one. <laughs> that so, fucking guy so like I was of who course... invited this guy <laughs> <laughs> there it is they're, they're trying to make that a catchphrase everyone who's listening to this please send messages that it should not be it's gonna, it's gonna stick you can't stop it someone help me with this so I'm friends with this fucking kid and we were real close I used to like go to his house we, I'd sleep over we'd watch movies and shit and I was his only friend in the world and at some point there was this punk named uh, named Jesse who Jesse who he started hanging out with more and one day uh, I walked up to my friend in the middle of the um, schoolyard and he just started ragging on me 
in front of this new kid, Jesse. And I'm like, what's going on here? Like, out of nowhere, he just turned on me because they told him that I was a geek, too. And they decided to kind of take him and use him as their little, like, minion underling. Mm-hmm. She just starts ragging on me. So I, I was, like, all devastated and shit. Well, that day, walking home, I'm walking my best friend, John. And mm-hmm. I catch him on the corner by the safety. He's got a crowd of people around him. And you know what he's doing in that crowd of people? He's making fun of me. And he's saying shit about, like, me and my family and my mom, Right. So I'm standing there next to my best friend, John. It was one of those Christmas story moments where the kid flame snaps in his head and he jumps on the boy. He says something about like how I get on my knees to my mom and shit like that. Something really fucked up for a fourth and fifth grader to say mm-hmm. to each other. So, you know, someone who didn't have a dad in the picture. Probably. Right. <laughs> so I turn, I turn, I hand my book bag to my buddy, John. And I jump this motherfucker. So I beat his head against the ground. And I'm hitting him. And I'm crying while I'm doing it. Oh, I don't yeah. like violence at all. Full screaming, crying. Oh. Adrenaline rage. Safety jumps on us. Love it. Breaks it up. So I start to walk away. He tries to jump on my back, but he's short. So I flip him over me. I kick him again, and I keep walking away. So this dude, Jesse, who's fucking huge compared to me, is egging him on. And this kid, Matt, is like, dude, I can't beat him. Like, I can't beat him. So Jesse comes up to me. He's like, you ready? Ready? Here we go. Here we go. Like, starts confusing me. I'm like, what's going on? He spins me around and fucking cold cocks me right in the face and knocks me to the ground. This big kid, Jesse. And then I'm walking home, holding my face, and they're all of them are behind me now, saying shit, throwing shit at me, calling me a pussy. And I'll never forget this like cable guy was working on a line that I was passing on my block, and he's coming down from his ladder. He's like, "Yo, guys, fucking leave him alone. Turn around right now." And they stopped there, and the guy like let me keep walking, and they wouldn't come any further. Years later, I run into Jesse, the one who actually punched me, randomly. I'm living at John and Noella's house, and he's there smoking. He just happened to know John, and I walk out, I'm like. Jesse Dewar? He's like, Dan Tomaszewski. I was like, hey, man, how's it going, bud? What's up? Start talking to him. Like, like nothing ever happened. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking. You could tell he felt awkward. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I go to leave that night with a girl to go take a ride up in the mountains. And he runs out of the house. Shit, you know, he runs out of the house because he was inside to come up to my car. Dude, Dan, Dan, Dan. Like, whoa, what's up? He's like, look, dude. He's like, I did a lot of fucked up things to you. And I, w- I was pretty I was pretty bad. And I, I was a real jerk off. And I just want to say, like, I'm sorry, man. Like, I was beat. And I was like. Dude, it's no thing. But yeah. what a what a bunch of lessons to be learned. I learned never to treat people like that. Yeah. He even learned as he grew up that like you just don't do that shit. Mm-hmm. So to be honest, there's just a lot that came to fruition from this whole happening. But yeah. you know, at the end of the day, like you kind of need that to know how to survive in this world. Well, there you go. Yeah. There's one that I can relate to because I, I didn't have a relatable one to this. We talked a little bit about this before the podcast. Um like, people you don't like, who you got in a fight with, uh, that you like now. I, I never thought, like, I never got in a real fist fight, but uh, one of the people that I think is one of the coolest people in the world now, mm-hmm. Jim, uh, Jimmy. Oh, yeah, the one who does all the hiking, yeah. He yeah. makes us look like little girls when we yeah. go hiking. Yeah. <laughs> one of the coolest people I know now, but when he was younger, I thought he was an asshole. Right. Like, I did not like him at all. We would, like, he'd always sit, have, like, that little ha-ha little thing to say to me. Of that, course. And I was awkward, so I didn't have, like, a good comeback, so I just hated his guts. You awkward? Get the fuck out of here. And <laughs> the same thing, he was a short little guy, and one time we were playing jailbreak, and uh, I was, like, trying to catch him, and he's throwing those little spike balls that fall out of the trees at me. Oh, them little like, pricker fuckers. Yeah. Hucking them at me. And, like, while I'm trying to catch him... And I finally just, like, tackled him. He fell next to a wiffle ball bat, and he started, like, swinging it over his shoulder at me. And I'm like, it's jailbreak, so, like, I'm not letting go of him. I'm going to say that, you know, whatever, one, two, three, jailbreak, go mm-hmm. to jail, whatever. And he's just whiffing at me with his wiffle ball bat and smacking me. So I finally just grabbed him in an arm bar, 
picked him up because at the at the time I was probably five eight five nine and he was you know four or something right and uh, I just like grabbed him by the throat and stood up tall and just like from the back did a sleeper hold and I'm like are you gonna fucking stop and he's like he's got the bat and he's like crack crack still hitting your ass crack <laughs> crack tap <laughs> tap I'm like you fucking done and just like angry squeezed. And after that, we were cool. Like, I, I'm not, not really <laughs> After cool. I choked him out, we're going to go online. We're going to go online now and find out that the first ever safe space was made by Pots after got pricker balls thrown at him. Like, but no, well, here's for all those who've got prickers thrown at them. <laughs> no, I, I make that sound almost impressive. It, it just happened to be, like, the way I got him. I got, but years later, we were hanging out, and I, I got drunk, and I went to tackle him, and he flipped me and folded me like a fucking pancake, and he's still two and a half feet shorter than me. <laughs> he, he is short, and like, he fucked you up, huh? Well, he did wrestling. He, oh, gotcha. He grabbed me yeah. low, threw his body weight up, threw me up into the air, landed on top of me, and literally just folded me in half. I was like, done! <laughs> so then, so when it comes to growing a pair then, so I think we can safely say that... If you get bullied, and if you, you get pushed to a point that you grow a pair, unfortunately, once in a thousand times, or once in a million times, that winds up with a gun in a school, and now everyone needs a safe space, so there can be no bullying I'm whatsoever. Not, well, I'm not going to lie to you, though. But that also has to be, the bullying has to be combined with someone who's already just a bad egg. I don't believe that guys like me, you, and you, like, I don't believe, like, guys like us who got, who were bullied, would have ever snapped to the point of bringing an Uzi to school. We I didn't. started we school, didn't. obviously, and I school with me, though. But I think... If, so, I mean, like, there, there's that edge. I never brought it out. I never did anything, but, like... I, I feel like you got to have a faulty gene, though, to carry through with it. I dude, really well, do. Like, I didn't have guns in the house. Everybody has those thoughts of, I will fucking murder you. Okay, and yeah. I, I actually started bringing a knife to school. But I, so, but I, dude, if I had, a if I had, school, if I was in Texas <laughs> and I knew where my dad's handgun was, I might have stole his handgun and brought it to school. That's the thing, but there's a... I never pulled it out, might have, but there's a huge difference. You brought a knife for potential self-defense as, as opposed to bringing several assault weapons with a plan on who you were going to blow away with that day. Yeah, big but, difference, I feel I, like. But them. there's not a big difference. There's a small difference. Where's that one time where four of them ganged up on me, beat me up, and I had nothing to, that I could do? I went Went home and felt worthless, and then found the gun. So where's that breaking point? I don't know because you know what. So after I fought that the little kid, and I got punched in the face and all that. His brother was a year younger than me. I'll be buying a new bottle of pinch soon. By the way, Damn this episode straight. is brought to you by the Dimple Pinch and Pyramid cigarettes. <laughs> You've never fucking heard of them before. <laughs> so that okay. So that kid I beat up right, or got in a fight with rather. His brother was younger than me by a year. He got four of his friends, and I used to walk the railroad tracks in Mountie from home from Kershaw School. Yep. They caught me on the railroad tracks, and they threw my book bag, and they kicked me and left me, not for dead, it was not bad, but they kicked every living fuck out of me and left me on the railroad tracks. And I had to wait like a good 10 minutes before I got up after they had cleared and I felt like I could stand again. And I went home, and in tears, in fourth grade, I asked my, or fifth grade, wherever I was in, I was like, Mom was like, why does everyone hate me? Like, like, what did I do wrong? Like, I remember crying. My mom just talking to me like, Dan, like, you're a great kid. Like, people are just assholes. Like, this shit happens. So but, you got parenting from that. Yeah, absolutely. There's they didn't, some kids who don't. My, my parents didn't hop on the horn and demand that there be a teacher conference held that they start exactly. a group, protect railroad track walkers. You know, like, yeah. it, didn't, it exactly. didn't happen. Yeah. You I didn't just, get a safe space. You found a way parent. to cope you with it or dealt with, lessons, deal with it. You learned lessons, though. And that's, yeah. and that's the biggest part of growing a pair. I'm not saying that everyone should just be like, oh 
fuck. Uh, get that moth. Get you fucking up our shit. It's a lightning uh, bug, dude. Uh, <laughs> I, I was a moth and it is now dead. You mean the one lightning bug that's left because when we were kids, dude, we definitely committed mass genocide. Thousands genocide. Thousands of them. Thousands. Where are they, dude? I yeah, definitely so blame we are recording. Myself. We're recording this episode uh, late, uh, late 11 o'clock on July 15th. As there I is no one lightning there bug. Are zero lightning bugs. June and no July was lightning bug months. I mean, like, and the later it got, the more you saw. Like, and you late, especially late saw in this humid weather, oh, and it's always yeah. and they are not around. None, because we murdered thousands of them. That's each. not why. It's because of the, the pesticides and shit. Is it? Okay, because <laughs> yeah. I always blame myself and the yellow no, wiffle ball bat that I use to smear them on the side. For every one that we killed, there are a hundred thousand more. I know, man. I killed a lot. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. There are millions <laughs> Josh, of these things. And if me I would, and you used to go outside with rackets, uh, what were they, uh, shuttlecock rackets? My favorite was and the fat wiffle them. ball bat. It was called, like, the bongo bat or yeah. something. Yeah. It had it engraved on the side. And it was just like you no know, five inches wide, just click, <laughs> and we just fly, and their light turns on as soon as you hit them. You know, <laughs> you get to watch it go. Pew! Looks like a shooting star. <laughs> See, now I didn't have the one that had that much of a of a you know collective hit. Like yours is like technically like the shotgun of bats because you get it spread. Yeah, you know what I mean, <laughs> not me. I had that long. It was all one oh, thickness. Wait. This skinny yellow one. Oh, there it is. Yeah. That could also be part of the reason why the lightning <laughs> bugs are dying out. Shit like that. <laughs> Hopefully not shit. Like so, okay, that. so okay, so so we can actually even tie this into growing a pair. Okay, we can even tie this into growing a pair. Shit like that. When it comes to those those things that are completely now, I'm not talking about capturing squirrels in a cage like serial killers do, but shit like that, like <laughs> like killing bugs and shit That's like that. That's another episode. But I, I got some like serial killers. That was a huge part about. of my childhood. It was a huge killing part. Killing bugs with magnifying glasses and but shit. But I feel like today, if if your parents caught you outside killing bugs, did they call local therapists? <laughs> oh, what's yeah. wrong with my kid? He seems to have a lot yeah. of fun slaughtering these beetles. Well, that's because they're beetles, and no one gives a fuck. I mean, kids. kids. It, it right. So Unbelievable. I had a girlfriend uh, back in the day, and she was you? violent. You? <laughs> Who invited this guy? <laughs> <laughs> so, she was always violent with her sisters. Uh, it was a family of sisters and an older son from a different marriage, I believe. Right. But, like, the older son was, like, four years older. He was, like, he was out when, you know, it, but it was so four girls in the house with the mom. And uh, she was, like, the older middle sister. And all, every time she'd get in a fight with one of the sisters, it ended violently. So her doc, you know, her mom called the doctors. They got her put on a 1,000 milligrams of lithium as a 13-year-old kid. A 1,000 milligrams a of thousand lithium? milligrams of lithium. Lithium's what I just started taking. It, Boom. <laughs> it turned her into a lithium Barbie doll. How she much dropped, did you take? like... 600. Pounds. There you go. And yeah. you are and I'm 29. a 80 yeah. pound adult. Fuck you. I'm 160. Jerk off. Jesus, I'm 210. <laughs> dude, I'm a, dude, I'm a skinny. Dude, I'm McMahon. 210. Fuck you. <laughs> Josh just looks it because you, you got a yeah. foot on him. I was gonna say for everyone who can't see, I've got almost a foot on him. <laughs> Not me. They used to call me Holocaust Dan Dick. in high school. Here's <laughs> <laughs> the thing. I used to be 164 pounds at six foot four. Yeah. And that's when I went to go threaten to beat. 
With like uh, one of them wacky ass. waving inflatable arm flying oh, tubes. <laughs> <laughs> so as big as my wrists are now, my forearms used to be that big. Ah, nice. Yeah. Good shit. Mine yeah. are still that big. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like want like big tattoos, and they're like, I don't know if we can fit all this on that arm. Like, Fuck you. <laughs> start lifting. What are you saying, bro? I'm gonna start <laughs> drinking protein shakes and lifting weights because I really want this tattoo. But right after that, I go home and I start a, a web page for you know tattoos for guys with small arms, safe space. So <laughs> everyone who's got twinky arms can come and cry about how their tattoo artist turned down their picture. Let's all talk about it. <laughs> so grow, grow how does that there. Make, how does, and you know, and now here is the thing, because one thing I don't want to discredit, because there has been, it just sucks that every time there's a development in, in humans, we always have to, I don't know if it's just this country, but it's always going to be taken to the extreme. If a lot of these things were done in moderation, they wouldn't be bad. Like the idea that it's okay to talk about feelings is actually a healthy thing. You like It used to be taught that you bottled them up and you shut the fuck up until right. you die. So we yeah. used yeah. to shut the fuck up. In middle school, we would have a group that was, I forget what it was called, but it was something to the tune of like, hey, have you been bullied? Come talk to us. Right. Like, so it one on one with a guidance counselor. It, yeah, it wasn't something that you had to do. It was an option. Like, hey, exactly. You can come talk to us. Now there are these like times and dates and these things where it's like, uh, I don't know. I guess I'm trying to draw a correlation that's not really there because none of these safe spaces are mandatory. But the point is, you. But can't the organization talk. behind them is kind of. You know, it's it, gone through the roof. Yeah. No, I totally get the Everyone's organizing a group for something. You've got LGBT safety and awareness. You've got uh, people who are have changed their gender to be a elephant baby. Right. It's like <laughs> I identify as a caterpillar. Like, <laughs> oh my God, you identify as a caterpillar? I identify as a butterfly. Oh we God. should have gay sex, but it's not gay sex because I'm not a man. I'm a cisgendered woman. <laughs> <laughs> I identify like, as a god. Come on. <laughs> what do you fucking Christ? What do you get people? when a caterpillar man bangs a butterfly woman? You probably get some fucked up kids. <laughs> no, you don't get anything because no, you, you can't have a baby in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> a bunch of hermaphrodites. For like bumping parts together, trying to make kids. It's just brutal. Like, <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I think we need that. I think we need more gay people because we're overpopulating. So if you want to be gay, be gay as shit. I think we could use Fuck a little bit of. I, I think care. we could use a little bit of everything in this world. We just don't need the. We don't need the. Look at my group and look how yeah. accepting and look how like uh, it's just it's too it's to me it's no longer it's turned into trying to help people cope. To uh, trying to get everyone to show, look how strong we are because we cope in this really fucking pansied way. Alright, so I think it goes a different way from that actually. So I think the root cause of it is actually more to the problem of that we've got people who need to feel like they're being persecuted. So they're developing a group. Alright, so maybe, yeah, maybe from the time you were six years old, you always thought you were a wolf and you're a wolfkin now. And <laughs> Jesus, you, have, you howl fuck. when you come. Who cares? Mm-hmm. But Ow! but they need, <laughs> they need to be so different that they need everyone to know that they're different and right. they hear yeah, the one fact bad thing need about validation. them being that different from everyone uh, else. They need other people's validation exactly. about how they're different, and they want to be accepted by everyone. So they want to be accepted Stop for being different. Stop trying to be accepted by everyone. 
Just do what you do for you. And do it behind you know, closed that, doors, the same way as religion. Do it behind closed doors. I don't walk around grabbing my girlfriend's ass because I'm a straight guy. Right, I exactly. I don't make my shit known in public. So maybe don't wear your tail in public. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, keep the piggy tail Because people are going to tell you Take you're fucking your weird. furry costume. Right. And it's okay that people tell but you you're weird. But you're being bullied now and you weird, need a safe space. Weird means you're not the same shit you'd see walking down the street. So if you're walking down the street and you've got a sombrero, a wolf tail, and a woman's bra that like has the point cups for like a 60-year-old woman. On the outside woman, of your shirt. On the outside of your shirt. <laughs> and someone tells you you're weird, you don't need to go home and talk to your group about it. You're fucking you're weird. weird. Now you're that's weird, okay. dude. It's okay that you're weird. So that's the only safeness I'm giving you. It's okay that you're yeah, weird. just be you. But All keep, three of us are weird as shit. I'm one of the strangest. We have the, weird shit going on out the wazoo. I I'll feel talk like about I'm, my sexual proclivities of the past <laughs> in another episode. But Can't wait for that one. We've all got shit going on. <laughs> Can't wait for that episode. <laughs> it's going to be a real dong killer, that one. <laughs> Jeez, That's a great. good idea. Let's open up another one of those. So this growing a pair thing, when it comes to uh, social media... And because I want to actually touch more on that point, Josh, that big word, the validation. Yeah. I just, I didn't think we'd ever see a generation that needed this much acceptance. That's all this generation cares about is validation through social media, usually. All right, now, how many likes did your last post get? Let's how many people with, shared it? You know, we who shouldn't be judging fucking them. cares? Well, I, Life is bigger than how many people liked and I think there's, the picture of your dinner from last night. Right. There's and so much new shit so fast. Let's say we're not specifically judging these people. This this needs to be a No, because I just posted up my dinner today, my exactly. pierogies I made. And if I get a lot of likes, I'm okay. But I don't, I won't I'm keep checking. I'm not sad if you don't right. get the likes. Exactly. I'm not going to keep checking so. and be like, I don't understand why, why no one liked the picture of, of my pierogies today. Like... I put a lot of heart and soul into those. Like, why won't I like them? I used three filters on it. Yeah, the filter I did. The filter I used was chrome, so they look extra savory. Yeah, like, I had a basil shiny. leaf garnish on the plate. I did not do that. <laughs> Maybe I should have, but I got more likes. But they no, were you need that the garnish, dude. You gotta have color in here. But here's Fuck the thing: so these food. people, I don't think it's they, <laughs> they are so ingrained in the culture that we started when we were younger. They were born into it. So yeah. when we were eight or nine, we got the internet, and I had dial-up forever. Poo-hoo for me. Yeah. But these kids are these kids are always around this. They they've got phones by the time they're eight that have access to the internet. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like they grow up in a completely different society that we grew up in. It's the same world as we know it because we watched it evolve. But they grew from that evolved point that. Everything goes on online. They hang out with people in online games. They're not hanging out with their friends with four people in a living room playing Nintendo 64. I it's know. four separate kids in four separate houses playing on their PlayStation 4s. With their fucking headset on. Their headsets. So when they go onto their phone and they post something and no one likes it, they've got no validation. They don't have friends. They're not hanging out with these people. And I'm making huge, broad-stroke generalizations of course, of course. here. Because I'm not a kid. I don't have any. 
I don't what these know broad what I mean. stroke generations didn't like. I mean that it didn't exist. So I mean what yeah. we're talking about does exist. It's just it's. No, I think we'll see a bit of a bounce back with our generation having kids because we hate it and we won't want our kids to do it. Me not included. I won't have children. But watching my brother do it, he's not raising Dominic to be this. Uh, like he's not raising him to let him know that world. He doesn't have a phone. He's what six years old now. There's kids that have phones at six years old, and they should not. No, they they have an internet personalities at six years old. That becomes you're putting a part of yourself into the internet at that point. Right. You you are literally living. I'm touching my chest That's here. The way the you're going, you're dude. putting a part of your soul out That's digitally. That's the way the world's going. Pretty soon we're all going to have fucking biometrics so inside of I us. If I tell a joke around the campfire and none of you laugh, I kind of feel like, oh, that wasn't good. But and you I know, get that feeling. But yeah, but then the you learn from feeling, that experience and okay, tell a funnier joke exactly. next time. But, the, uh, but you'll, t- <laughs> you'll talk shit immediately and, oh, yeah, good try. That was awful. Right. But now some kid is going to put out his feelings out into the internet. No one's going to respond to it. And that's his world is on the internet. Exactly. And they're not going to respond. So he feels alone and... He needs to grow a pair. I yes, yeah. yes he does. Everyone who wants to be to wants to have their consciousness wired into the internet, stop and think about it and then grow a pair. And when you grow this pair, that is how you work on the greatest thing you're self conscious about. The greatest thing I was self conscious about for a while was being funny. Because I was not. I was not funny worth a fucking damn when I was younger. If you guys would know me when I was even younger than when you guys met me, I didn't have a shred of hilarity about me. And I used to like watch, listen, and pay attention because I realized my jokes were making people feel awkward or there would just be there would be no reception. And it did make me feel like shit, but I never went home. It made me feel like shit. I was like, fuck, but I didn't go home and be like, I can't believe this. Instead I went, fuck, I like, help. what do I need to do to be funny? And before you know it, I started picking up little little quips from comedians I'd watch. I'd watch how other people that everyone found so funny, the things they did, and before you know it, I developed my version of how I'm funny. So let's... And let's... now I'm fucking hysterical. <laughs> like, I'm the funniest guy I fucking know. So let's say beyond the ego... Because I grew a pair. <laughs> Dan learned comedy. I force the same brand of comedy that makes people feel awkward. That used to give me a little bit of a chubby. <laughs> I just force that same awful breed of humor down other people's throats. And the people who don't find it funny, I cut out of my friend group. <laughs> That's another way to do it. If you don't like their actions, the people you're surrounding yourself with, then don't surround yourself with those people yeah, anymore. Go find some new friends. Find people that are okay with your sick sense of humor. That's what I had to do. There's a lot of people I try to reconnect with When I was 12 now, and telling dead baby jokes, yeah. I lost a lot of friends. Yeah, well, that's Because I didn't happen. stop telling dead baby jokes. Yeah, I mean, I had to find people that were okay with my awkwardly aggressive brand of racist jokes that I tell. You know I mean, they you had to be think, okay with that. You ever think about this? You know, like, one day, you will tell your last dead baby joke. Yeah, and you won't even know you did it. You won't even know, man. You won't even know it's your last. You'll tell that joke, and then two weeks later, you get hit by a fucking bus. <laughs> and no one will remember you as the baby joke guy. They'll remember you as the guy who got hit by a fucking bus. Yeah, you got hit by a bus. You splattered on Fifth Ave. So let's do a real quick throwback. How how do you get four dead babies into a blender? Oh, dear God. With, with a plunger. How with do a you plunger? Get, how do you get them out? With a straw? Nachos. Oh, damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Shit. 
I prefer not to. How do you unload a, a little truck full of dead babies? See, I thought we were going to wait. With pitchforks. With a pitchfork. I thought we were going to wait until at least episode 10. So you can 10. find the ones that are still alive. <laughs> I thought it was going to... Oh I thought God. it would have to do something with being able to spike three at once. I can't. I'm not joking. I know all of them. <laughs> see, and this is where, like... Here we are, episode one, and, and Potts broke out that baby joke. <laughs> Can you wait? Funnier to say? <laughs> than a dead baby. <laughs> Two dead babies. A dead baby in a clown suit. <laughs> oh dear God. <laughs> okay. Oh, actually, you know. Okay, this is okay. So it's gonna it's gonna get like real deep for a quick second, but just to prove my point. Okay, and then we'll we'll get back out of the. I had a brother who died as a baby, and I never once got told that that baby joke and went. <laughs> I can't believe they said that because you can't expect the rest of the world to know all to, the things you're to, that happened in your life that you're offended by. Exactly. All right. So no, let's completely deviate onto this course because I love that. You're not a pussy. I so grew up when, here. When someone <laughs> tells a dead baby joke, you don't feel the need to ruin the entire group's laughter with "That's not funny." I had a brother who died. That's my least you favorite. You got a fucking pair. That's my <laughs> least favorite person in the world, right there. That yeah. person, the who person does who that. needs to ruin everything uh, with every sad anecdote that they have about their life. Stop pulling the attention onto you and killing everyone else's good time. And you know We're what? And, and I won't. I won't use their name out of respect. But I dated someone who used to do that for a while we used to sit around in a group and we'd all be laughing and something like that and like we'd be like yeah this dude no then he fucking does this dude isn't that fucking funny and then she'd be like no 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 then she'd be like no 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 <laughs> so this person I know they like they died of cancer and like and I was like and we're like uh, uh that's cool <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was always very respectful of me of not being like what the fuck is wrong with you to my girlfriend but I there's sometimes where I was like what the fuck is wrong with you and everyone else in the room was like thank god he said it <laughs> so I uh I found when I was 16 years old I was working at Kmart uh it was hot out <laughs> it must have been summer Probably July. Probably around this time, around when I was 16. Okay. And I'm walking down the aisle, and I'm straightening stuff out because I worked at Kmart, and I saw a bag of, uh, it looked like pick up your dog poop bags, and they were called roofies. (laughs) (laughs) Why? It's supposed to be roofies? But it was roofies. It was supposed to be roofies. Okay, that's what I thought. spelled roofies. (laughs) So I walked up to the front desk laughing hysterically. I'm like, they're called roofies. (laughs) And the girl, the two girls that were at the front desk, one of them was cute and I think she was vibing with me. And she's like, ha ha ha. And the other girl... Didn't laugh at all. That's <laughs> not funny. The girl who Date wasn't laughing. Serious the girl, no, 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 who no, invited wait. that girl? <laughs> <laughs> so, the, girl that the girl who wasn't laughing looks at me and goes, "Why is that funny?" I just in the uh. broke, I broke open the box. I pulled one of the bags out. I put it over my head and I screamed. Roofies! <laughs> pulled the bag off of my head to see her in. Utter disgust. Like, just the end of the world. And she looks at me as, by the way, a 17-year-old and went, I was date raped. And I was like, oh, way to kill the mood. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch. Good for you. (laughs) Okay, obviously the joke I made is not funny for 100% of the people, but it was hysterical at the time. Yeah, and like my friend Matt's laughing his ass off, and the guy over at the first register's comedy. laughing, and the one girl at the customer service desk was laughing, and she's like, "I got date raped." I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. all right." Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, t- 
now everything sucks. <laughs> I'll, no, just, I'm an I'll just go back to work, I guess. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> Way to ruin everything. So obviously that's an extreme. Uh, <laughs> Do you need a support group? We're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want us to all gather round right, while you well, tell the story? I'll be honest. Rape's probably one of those things that we can say safe spaces are okay for because rape's. It's you know, I mean, I would say that anything highly traumatic like that, horrible car accidents, uh, post-traumatic stress disorder from war and shit, uh, definitely you mean rape, shock. You know? Shell shock, yes, yes. And then nice. um, a battle. Is that what the Ninja Turtles have? <laughs> oh, shell shock. That's <laughs> in Turtles in Time. Yeah. For Super Nintendo. Shell shock. The third movie. Yeah. Well, I would say and that by the way, not people... the new movies. Fuck the new movies. We're talking about the old ones. Yes, and goddamn. fuck the new cartoons where, oh, the, where the turtles don't have fucking pupils. They just have white eyes and they look fucking evil as shit. Okay, no, that was that's not even the new ones. That was the new Newer ones when oh, we they were younger. Have new, new. They have ones that are computer animated. Oh yeah, I and saw those too. Yeah, you seen those too. They're still better than the ones before that though, because these new ones at least have the old comedy of like they have the comedy the old ones did. That mm. one you're talking about in between where they just had like the white out eyes and they were just like ripped out of their that. minds. They pimped that shit for like months on TV. Ah. Ninja Turtles back on TV. I was up at like six in the morning on Saturday to make sure I caught the first episode. Oh, okay. It was shit. It was pure shit. Terrible. And the turtles rode around on like like rocket powered skateboards, and they talked yeah. on cell phones. It's ridiculous. Like, fuck you. Whatever happened to the fuck? Whatever you. happened to the Give corny? Me pizza parties and and beating the <laughs> shit out of ninjas. Ah, Speaking whatever of, happened we to were going to order a pizza. We were. <laughs> they wouldn't answer yeah, the phone though. I kept calling them. Uh, Sorry about that, guys. So, and okay, now here's another. I got another fucking example of something that happened to me in my old job. So, uh, this guy, Zach, I know, is um, the one who was doing my podcast with me, lead singer of Man Overboard, Zach mm-hmm. Eisenstein. He worked at the call center with me over at Castle, and uh, he worked in a room with all women. Um, and the one day, he usually sets a lot of leads. Did, his, did his periods sync up with theirs? No, no, no. This, <laughs> and this is actually, he didn't do anything wrong. Like, we, we hear this, dude. So I walked in and the ladies were whooping his ass this one day. And this was the first time that they had all collectively said a shitload more than him. And he was like having an off day. And, I, and these are people that like I had managed for years that we make some of the most horrendous jokes with. People that you think, oh, it's totally okay. We can say whatever, right? And all I said was like, Zach, you know what the ladies whoop you around? Two of them went to HR on me and said that I made a sexist oh, comment. I'm like, I was, man. and the owner pulled me in and he was cool about it. He's like, dude, he's like, I'm just pulling you because I'm supposed so, to. Hey he's man, like, he's trying to boost sales. Yeah, <laughs> uh, ridiculous, uh, unbelievable. Wow. I couldn't believe they had went to HR wow. and said that I had made, uh, and all, I swear, all I said was, I didn't tell you, you gotta let these fucking, these clams fucking, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd say like old biddies, nothing. I said, these gonna... snatch napkins. <laughs> <laughs> Snap, man. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was brutal. So I, that was one of my like lost faith in humanity moments in my life. I was like, Jesus, this is just way too much. I know someone who just lost their job from making a... Uh, let's just say a comment. I, I don't know the full story, but someone made a comment, got a sexual harassment charge. Um, they are the uh, lead tech guy basically and saw the email to the top level and went to the top level after reading the email and been like hey 
So I read this thing, and I, I saw that they've got a sexual harassment suit against me. Should I be worried about this? And the guy was like, nope, nope, not a problem. Like, we're going to take care of it for you. They, then that boss told the next level of bosses up, like, yeah, so he found this email, asked me about it, what are we going to do about it? Like, he read the email, like, yeah, like, fire him. Wow. Over wow. just an innocuous statement. Jesus. Uh, see, I don't understand Lost his that. job, lost his pension, two or three years out of retiring. That's... Like grow a pair. Seriously, people need to fucking HR department. Grow a pair. No, and the boss needs to grow a pair. The boss should have never said Uh. anything. The boss and this guy were tight, and it's like you're gonna lose. Let him lose his job and tell the bosses what you know instead of just having half a sack and being like, oh yeah, this is you know an HR problem. We'll get it taken care of. We'll quote-unquote reprimand him and let things go as they need to be. Now, I'm not saying... I know what enough of what was said that it's not heinous enough that it even required any kind of... uh, Discipline? Yeah, Yeah. it it didn't... It wasn't bad. I wouldn't consider it bad. You wouldn't... a normal right. person That's when this, this person issue. needs to grow a pair. The, uh, the okay, so here's where needs to grow here's pair. where growing yeah. a pair has gotten worse. Now, people have no pair for others. Let me explain. <laughs> Do you really think that it's a band of Native Americans who are that mad about the name of the Washington Redskins? Do you really <laughs> believe that a bunch of Native Americans, the last fucking five that are left on the reservations, got together and said, this offends us? Or do no, you think it's... No, they're too busy out fighting for their rights for water. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, I, and I try Something to, that actually matters. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll crack on any fucking race anytime, but this is white people doing. This is a band of white people that got together and no, said, no, no, this no, is a band of white people. People are the people. most offended on any race. This thing. is white women who have nothing to do after their kids go to school. And it's brutal. Like, so now the Washington the Redskins name the most. has been under, like, fire for the last, like, I don't know, what's it been, two That's years now? That's terrible that they get to make money off of a name like that that belittles an entire race of people. Is that, is that what we're concerned <laughs> about right now? Like, right now, we are living in a police state country where we can't smoke marijuana because it's fucking, you know, it's in the same yeah. section as heroin, according to the government. Like, but this is what we're worried about. We're worried about whether or not the Washington Redskins are called the Redskins. Next, like, the Indians, the baseball team, they're going to get their fucking name changed eventually, too. But, like, okay, so either way, it's just, it's, it's way too much over something that makes, it only makes a difference because you're making it try to make a difference. You're trying to push the idea that calling a football team the Redskins is, it's not like they're like the Washington Savages. I mean, even that I think is fucking hysterical. I wish they would change it to that. Well, no, it's the savages with the the Indian as the logo. Let me ask you: be a, a modicum of offended? And maybe it's just, maybe I'm weird for not being offended. But like, if they changed their football team in Haddon Township to the Haddon Township Whiteys. I, I wouldn't care. The Haddon Township accurately represents the school. Yeah. The Mantua of Band Dancers. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I wouldn't be hurt. You know what I mean? No, and honestly, when you're in that high school in that town, you are happy with the name of the Belmar Brawlers. Right. Absolutely. It's a bunch of assholes in Belmar. They all want to fight. They're the Belmar Brawlers. 
It makes fucking sense. No one cries about it. And they well, I don't either. fight. <laughs> I need a safe space. And now this com- okay. Now this also leads into Halloween costumes being uh, asked. Oh, we take a, like God. like a Pocahontas Dude, costume is racially insensitive. Year. What? What do you mean? Well, it's cultural not- appropriation. Um, no, it's a Halloween costume. You dumb cunt. Unbelievable. So now, like a little girl, let's say it's her favorite Disney movie. Now she yeah. can't wear a Pocahontas costume because, again, a group of fucking women. White who are people. Like, yeah, a group who are like, of white women. What do I do? Needlessly shed tears because uh, this girl can't wear a Pocahontas costume. It's because of racial insecurities. Because three of white, white moms people. in that town all agreed. Uh, that's the thing. All right, so you know what? Let's stop the bitching on this topic. Let's take back the PTA. Men need to start going to PTA again and being like, um, uh, <coughs> uh, bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I don't agree with that at all. Stop being a pussy. <laughs> right, this is gonna this is gonna sound misogynist, but I'll tell you this: like, <laughs> grow a pair. I'm gonna tell you this though. There is a huge chunk of life that men do kind of need to take back because there was a balance. I don't give a fuck what your sexuality is or. How it's not the 1950s anymore. That's fine. I'm not saying like it should be a guy just goes out and works and he comes home and he punches his wife when the pot pie is cold. I'm not talking about that. But there is definitely roles to be filled and those roles have disappeared. And because of that, you have a lot of blurred lines on things. Men should integrate themselves back in things like, or maybe for the first time ever, in things like PTA. Because you do need to have a balance in all things. Parenting the workplace. No matter what it is, yeah. you need to have a balance of male and female points of view so that you can get a balance. Yep. And that's just what it is. See, right, so got well 25 women child. and one gay man who has a child in that school and they're running the PTA. Because if you need to have a completely, if you need to have the complete, like the jury is just like, they're all, what's that called? When the jury all decides Hung the same? Jury. No, when they all decide the same. Oh. A unanimous jury. Okay, right. Well, I don't know why the fuck I couldn't think of that. You could, if, they, if it went that way, if you had to decide these things based on unanimous juries, all you would need is one dude in that PTA group that decided about the fucking Pocahontas costumes, and it wouldn't have been a thing. The guy would have been like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I just, are you shitting let's me? Let's let this girl do what she wants I mean, in he a free country. I mean, can you imagine him sitting in that conversation? He'd probably check his phone to see if it was April 1st or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's Indian no, cultural appreciation. <laughs> it's like, all right, I tell you what. I'm going to go out trick-or-treating with her if I see a single Native American... I'm going to walk her over to him and appall. Oh, wait, I live in New Jersey? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Absolutely. And now, okay, here's the other thing. I caught a bunch of heat at my job from people because I dressed up as Jesus for, for Halloween one year. <laughs> now, here's the thing. So I just dressed up as Jesus. Now, you can even walk around jerking off into people's cups. I mean, what the <laughs> fuck were they complaining about? But people walk around all the time dressed up as the devil, so they can all be the bad guy. I can't dress up as the good dude. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck is that about? And it wasn't even like I came in like... like it wasn't, true. It wasn't like I came in with, like, a, a crown of thorns and blood like Scorsese's Jesus. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> I mean, like I was, I was, I was Not just Mel Gibsoning out here. Yeah, I just, I didn't understand people. Like my one boss is like, you better tell everyone that you're a shepherd. You don't tell Can't anyone. You're, I'm like, I am ribs not through my chest. Yeah. All right, guys, let's have a cheers to bosses being the ultimate pussies. Oh uh, God, and I am one. I try not to be every day of my life. I, and I understand bosses why they have to be on HR departments. Oh man, the biggest vaginal folds in this country. It's brutal. And they, you know, they affect your, and that's where it starts. They affect your home life. When you're at a place where the guy in charge of you acts like a pussy all day and you got to take that shit in 40, 50, 60 hours a week, then you got to go home. 
it starts to spill over into the rest of your life. <laughs> Suddenly you're like crocheting with your kids and shit because you just you haven't grown a pair yet. You know what I mean? like, kids would never crochet. I know. Yeah, your kids are gonna tell they you. They're far too busy on Twitter and Facebook to crochet with you. I can't even keep my kids' attention for fucking basic shit like putting Lego sets together. You know right, what I mean? Like so I'm doing something else now. Kids aren't interested. So now you've now, got man. what a six year old and a three year old. Six and a three year old. Yeah. All right. So how much do you allow them to explore without? Supervision, mm-hmm. explore the internet. Oh, uh, well, three-year-old, obviously, none. Like, she's not exploring the internet. Is she's she trying. on the tablet? Is she playing games? Bryce has been on a tablet off and on. We don't have one anymore, but Bryce used to go on a tablet as young as four. But Bryce didn't mm-hmm. go on the internet. We did allow him to download games, and we didn't put... All we put on a filter was so he couldn't spend our money. We right. made it so the credit card was locked. But I've never filtered my children and... I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks. One thing I've never filtered my children from is violence. I've never filtered them from violence because I, I don't... I play violent video games when I was eight. I play, yeah. I play, a, I play a game... Session Filter, uh, I play a Resident Evil, Doom. Way back to Doom and Duke Nukem. Man. Not only has Bryce seen me... Diablo where you're slacking up man. fucking... Not only has Bryce seen me play the Mortal Kombat games for Super Nintendo, but me and Bryce currently play a game, if you've never played it or heard of it, it's called Conquers, which is the name of the squirrel. Bad fur oh, day. Like God. someone has, like bad someone, so, like someone has a bad hair. Let me explain to the people. So right. someone has a bad hair day. So it'd be like, oh, fuck you, man. So yeah. this game let's, is about let's this. First, say that this game was one of the two games on Nintendo sixty four that was rated M A O. Yeah, which was mature, mature audience, audience only. only. And the game me and him play is not the one player basic game. We play the multiplayer. It's called Colors. It's a war game of squirrels that are dressed like 1940s World War II American soldiers, and the teddies are these evil teddy bears that speak a what's supposed to be a mock version of German, German and they're like Nazis. And they shoot each other's heads off and explode and they say, see that shit explode and they go, oh, I'll cut you sons of bitches in half with their Uzis and shit. I'm playing this game with my, with my son with squirrels murdering teddy bears, and you know what? He's the coolest kid I ever met. He doesn't have a mean bone in his body, and he in no way will ever be off because we sit around and play this violent video game. It's bullshit. Now, I interject as a parent every now and then. I'm like, Bryce, you know you're not supposed to do shit like this. I'm like, you know that this is... He's like, yeah, it's just fake. And I'm like, man, that's great to hear, son. It's great to hear that without me, you just go, yeah, it's fake. Like, six-year-old said that. So... No, I've never... Yeah, so to answer your question, no, I do not uh, blockade my... Now, I won't watch Game of Thrones with Bryce in the room, um, which, I mean, I know sounds kind of like, well, that doesn't make sense, but Game of Thrones comes with a lot of adult topics that we can wait till after six to start yeah, to explore. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, there's certain things kids Let's wait until watch. 13. But here's yeah. the thing. <laughs> now, I'm not taking an iota away from you, because I've said this before, and I'll say it here in front of everyone. Yeah. I think you're a great dad. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you, that. Sometimes I think I suck. But <laughs> you by no means have your shit together. Like, you no. don't have the world figured out. No. And I don't trying. think parents I don't didn't think either, parents have to be perfect. The if you're waiting to be perfect the, to have kids, you'll no, never have kids. Two of the nicest kids I've ever met in my life. Let's paint the scene. I'm working in West Virginia. I'm in a coal miner town. Mm-hmm. I'm working at a bar. This girl, uh, let's not tear her down, but she was a cokehead. Okay. <laughs> Straight up. All, all night disappearing, going and doing blow, going out into the kitchen and doing blow. Just right. all night. Snowstorm. Okay, snowstorm. <laughs> so it's always so West Virginia blizzard. For f- like five or six months, I'm working with this girl, and she's probably 26 or 27 years old, and a cokehead. Okay, and she's like, 
I kind of had the hots for her, and my girlfriend at the time was a swinger. And <laughs> what we an interesting trying. life it is in West Virginia. We were trying. We were trying real hard. So one day she invites us over to the house. She's got two kids at the house. We show up. She unlocks the front door, and we go inside, and there are two unsupervised children. They are... The two, and I'm talking, this girl is blow party until 4 a.m. every fucking shift. But I can quick interrupt you and say that we can agree that still, even though her kids might turn out great, she's still a shit yeah, parent. We can say parent. that, right? Okay. <laughs> we can say that, though, right? We do all four agree here. 4 a.m. parties means bad parents. <laughs> no, no, at the bar. 4 a.m. coke parties at the bar, not at home. Well, she still, still you shouldn't be doing 4 a.m. coke parties when you have kids yeah. at home. Like. So, we go to her place... We show up, there's two unsupervised children in this house. One of them is probably seven or eight, the other is like four. It's a little girl, and the boy's older. We go in, and he's, he's like playing with cars on the floor, and he stops. He stands up, walks over to me, looks me in the eye, goes, Hi, my name's, you know, whatever it is, and shakes my hand and looks me in the eye while he's shaking my hand. And then goes back to playing with the floor, and the little girl comes over and introduces herself, and then goes back to doing whatever she was doing, and we go into the house, and it's like, these two, like, we just left from where, she wasn't home. She wasn't home! (laughs) These two kids are just there in the house. But they were good kids. Two of the most well-behaved children I have seen in my fucking life! Probably because they're forced to grow up real young. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're taking care of each other. Raising decent children isn't that hard if this fucking blow maniac. And know. I will not defend this blow maniac, but we'll say this. If, if, so if the story you're telling is accurate, what that means is that we've. So we have this well, there's blow- a, a grandmother helping too, but let's not say Either she's way. doing everything. What I'm saying is so we, got this, we got this blow maniac 4 a.m. fucking snowstorm bitch, okay, who has these two wonderful children and what's incredibly comical about that actually has nothing to do with her has to do with the fact that there her kids are being angels as you put it and I've seen parents who are like well we uh, we went to college and we got our master's degree and our kids uh, you know they do this and they do that and they're involved in all these programs that we put them in and we don't use foul language around them and, and they're some of the shittiest kids you'll yeah. ever fucking because meet. they have everything it was the biggest juxtaposition I've ever seen in my life where this girl had a uncontrollable life and I went home and the home life was on lockdown and I was like what is happening here like does she, is she just this bipolar person who is the perfect you mother just at home? Of bipolar people just for the audience at home perfect. I am incredibly bipolar just so you know it's bad I'm lucky I still have even two friends standing in this room who decided to tolerate me Throughout the course of my life, don't fucking laugh at me. <laughs> but like to have this perfect home life and this outrageous party lifestyle on the side, it was just like, wow. That I was really impressed with that. Like, so at some point somewhere, those kids grew up here real early. Real early, not the way we want them to, but they yeah. were definitely forced to. <laughs> and that's the thing. See, and you don't a pair is a pair. And that's where I'm going to talk about the balance in the medium. You don't have to be fucking Mr. Stand-Up Straight and shield your children from everything in the world, and you don't need to be a blow maniac either. Can't we come to kind of like a fucking middle ground on certain things we shield our kids from at certain ages, and then we introduce them to shit, and it's okay, and there's... Like, 
Isn't there a middle ground anywhere? Yeah. How is this? We went Santa through Claus it. until we're the three six of or us went through the middle ground. I don't know about you, but I found I mean, born I, when I was like 12, 13. Oh yeah, in you the know? woods, going out yeah. hiking through the woods. I was house. definitely I was found porn some stashes. porn back in the day. And I jerked off in the woods a whole bunch of times. Yeah, once, once I hit the age of once I hit the age of thirteen, dude, you laugh at me. Don't uh, come on. Good, admit it. At twelve, thir- I'm sure I did. Dude, at twelve, at thirteen, I had the original sure. naps with dial-up internet, and yes, I waited the entire day and left my computer on overnight with the phone line not accessible, <laughs> so I could download one movie, yeah. one two and a half minute porn. And my god, that was my favorite thing in the world. We used to download porn in the uh, library in fifth grade. I actually got in a lot of trouble because they found out it was me and this other kid who knew the... They had enough of a block, but it was long enough ago, and this guy's dad worked in the telecom industries. Right. And he knew the proxy sites, so he... We couldn't go to whatever nasty website we wanted to, but he could go to this other website that acted as its own search engine. That was It was accessible from the school, but from that website he found porn and brilliant. loaded onto the computer. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> and porn is everywhere. And porn I, is rampant. And I, porn is I awesome. was growing up just as the age where... Uh, I was just at the time frame where magazines had just become... They were now outdated. They were just turning to outdated magazines because of the rise of the internet. So my buddy, uh, not my buddy, I'm sorry, my brother felt bad because around the same time I was downloading shit, my brother Sean is older than me, he got caught because he had a couple uh, hustlers still. <laughs> Everybody's gotten caught with some So he got caught with hustlers. Well, I never did with my internet Hustler's shit. a bad one, man. Oh, it's brutal. Hustler's brutal. Playboy's just like, oh, look, here's Hustler picture. shows dick going in yes. in the pictures, you know? Playboy's really just softcore. <laughs> it's just, uh, you know, the model posing, you know, arms up and shit. Right. And then you get into penthouse and... She's spreading her pussy apart, you know, and then you get into Hustler and there's actual penetration. It's brutal. It's good. So, but they were just, it's real good. I'm, I'm a subscriber. Uh, get a new issue every month. It's fantastic. Pay $2 a year for it. Oh, <laughs> shit. I go XNXX.com. One of the greats. I get one of the greats. I get my nut off as fast as possible on those little five-minute teaser videos. And I'm good to go for my day. I wake up in the morning. I crack open one of those, like, five, six-minute videos. Some nasty shit that I want to watch. I know. I definitely jerk off in the shower every morning. Oh, most every morning. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Every morning. I'm saying that. Yeah. Every, Soap. I, I shower amazing. before I go to bed. I jerk off on my stomach in the morning and wipe it off with a fucking pair of boxes. Save these stories and go from about my last day. night. See, save these stories. Yep. I definitely want to do an episode where we incorporate some of the weirdest uh, porn we've ever decided to watch. I would definitely want to save a whole episode. We've there. done a podcast. That, yeah, that goes back to our sex porn. podcast. Oh, I missed it. Oh, I have yeah. so much to that contribute to that. If anyone's interested, it's not up anymore. Yeah, it's I'm not. For it, SoundCloud. We didn't want to pay them exorbitant amounts of money, so uh, we we didn't have their episodes up anymore. So we'll now, figure something out. Yeah, we'll, we'll pepper them in here and there on this feed. So if anything, we've really learned a lot that uh, growing a pair because we've we've talked a lot about children and parenting, and if anything, it seems like it's more of the adults who need to grow a pair. The children are only not growing a pair because of their piece of shit adults that are you know supervising them and supposed to be bringing mm-hmm. them up in this world. But the grown people in this world who are so, I just don't get it. They're so hurt 
they're so sad and not about like real things not like they have like everyone's like got depression you know what I mean like legit dicks out for Harambe man yeah like okay so this fucking <laughs> like I couldn't believe that here we are as a species okay here we are as a species and a species can only survive if we work together that's why this species will go down real fucking soon what a fucking I, specious yeah like here we are specious like we're sp- <laughs> and here we are this guy? now what happened okay. <laughs> ah, we got him hooked yeah, there it is. So, okay, so we have this woman. Okay, now let's give uh, let's give the the watered down truth. There's a woman with a kid, with several kids at the zoo, and her kid gets into a gorilla pen, gets drug around, and the result is that the gorilla gets shot and killed. Now we can break this down and go into who's to blame here, and that was one of the biggest things, like who's to blame. And I could not believe that at the end of the day, as a species. You can say the mom's a bad mom because she didn't watch her kid. You could say the zoo's at fault because they didn't put, you know, fences up high enough for the kid to be able to climb. Whatever it may be. Blame the gorilla. That's (laughs) right. Okay, so all we're worried about is calling the mom terrible. So we are humans, and who are we against? The mom's automatically a terrible parent, apparently. The zoo is automatically completely irresponsible, and we should all mourn this fucking gorilla. Like, for a year! Like, a grown-ass society, and we're mourning a gorilla (laughs) for a year. But if the kid would have died... Then what? Well, why didn't they have tranquilizers? I agree. They probably should have had enough tranquilizers to take them down instead of having to shoot them. But here's the real here's the real thing. They didn't. So the fucking girl is dead. And who's not dead? The fucking human. The kid. And I know... Who's supposed to be worth more. Who's supposed to be worth more. Well, the, the, the gorilla will Don't never... Don't say that to anybody. The gorilla doesn't hug their kids with nuclear arms like humans do. <laughs> you can't hug your children with, with nuclear, nuclear arms. arms. <laughs> Kill yourself. <laughs> But we, we were so quick to attack every... Uh, even the kid got blamed. Stupid fucking kid climbs in a grill pen. He was yeah. a kid climbing. That kid in no way said to myself, I can't wait to go have this gorilla drag me by the ankle and throw me against walls and rocks and drag me through a little fake man-made river. This is going to be great. He didn't say that. He was a kid climbing. At the same time, that's a kid who doesn't grow up to have kids. Yeah. When you when you're a kid who falls when you climb the fence that says do not climb and your parents warned you stay away from the fence and you climb the fence and you fall into the gorilla enclosure, you don't grow up to have kids who then also fall into the gorilla enclosure. It's Darwinism. Exactly supposed to happen. And think about it. So this mother who just went through this, which is a parent, nature doesn't give a fuck about your kids. As a parent, I would be pretty banged up mentally for a, a little bit. Not that I need a group. That my kid just got drugged around a fucking pen by a gorilla. Like I'd, I'd be a little bit fearful for a while and really upset about the whole occurrence. Even if my kid made it out. It's and a, you learned a fucking lesson. It's a right. It's a you lo- have one less child now. And Don't this, be so shitty with the next one. So here's his mother who probably I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. Says she probably already felt like a shitty mom. Probably already did. Even though. As a parent, I will tell you this, and everyone fucking listening, well, you should be watching your kids. I don't give a fuck how close you watch your kids or how good of a parent you are. There are times where you're you, going to slip up. You are not looking for a, a second, which is a human thing, and the child is that thing. And fast. your kid knows they, that you're not looking for They that are second. good. They are smart. <laughs> and that kid will get away. It doesn't mean she's a bad parent, but there she is, feeling probably already like a shitty parent because of this happened on fucking, you know, national TV now. Yep. And people national went story. online. And just destroyed this woman. 
destroyed this woman because of the death of a gorilla. You motherfuckers. Like, and the people attacking her are some of the most gorilla-looking motherfuckers I've ever seen. <laughs> like, women down south who weigh a good four or five hundred and have beards bigger than they Josh's. They feel connected to the gorilla, man. They do. They, they definitely feel a brotherhood there. I can imagine. They feel a kingship with, with the gorilla. Look, he's got as much hair as I do. There's family ties. It's a third cousin or something. But I, it just blows, my, uh, just blows my mind that we are... And I feel like, I don't know, because either way, it's sad. Was everyone that concerned because they really felt that bad about the gorilla? Because that's sad. Or were they that concerned because they just wanted to show them that concern so they could be part of something? Because no, that's sad too. Recreational yeah. That's outrage. sad for a different reason. People who are mad for a time passing that's, need to grow a pair. And they everybody make a profile. Recreational like outrage. Flag. Recreational like, oh, outrage. Oh, don't get me started. It's the newest thing in this country. Look how much I'm helping because I changed my profile picture. Yes. Yep. Oh really contributing. I posted a picture of a German shepherd eating this thing in the ground and then his face explodes. And you saw it now, so now you get to know how bad the things are that people do. Go fucking kill yourself. It's Go awful. kill don't yourself because you are a piece of shit. Because I don't want to see it. Really, I don't want to see it. So don't also, stop sharing news stories and writing a caption. People are so terrible. Look, you didn't have to share the fucking <laughs> news story about the guy who just murdered seven children and hacked them in his basement after he did all kinds of weird I know things with them. Are shit. After you put up that and go, this world is so terrible. Like, I'm scrolling through my feed. You know, looking for memes and shit. Just funny stuff. Funny shit. Things to make me feel good. Or at least something, maybe someone's got something insightful, because I still see some people put insightful shit, and I gotta scroll past you putting up, I don't watch the news as it is, and now you've brought the news to my safe space, <laughs> and I don't want to see this shit. You know what I mean? It's fucking brutal. I'm on the internet because I'm not watching news. Uh, it's, it's horrendous, but it's so everyone can see, look how much I care about this yeah. thing. Recreational outrage. It's awful. Look at me. All of, but it damn, all goes the most back to that important part of feeling. that thing. Look at me. Valid, validation. Yes. Look at me and how much I care. Do they? Like, I'm such a good person. Grow a pair so, and fucking live uh, for yourself. What does Joe Rogan call that? Uh, not the White Knight, but that's what the internet calls it—the White Knight. But he's like a the, you know the valiant soul that dares to bring this up. With every other person of the thirty thousand shares this had, yeah. let's you know. I actually uh, let's do something. Let's do something real quick here. Okay, okay that's so, a nice glass. Thank you. Dan know. almost just miserably spilled some fifteen-year-old scotch. I know, but I'm his glass girl. was smarter than him. I was like, Dan, maybe you don't want to spill me. Glass <laughs> rolled sideways, and he picked it up for it spilled. Dicks out it's for like my glass. It's like those toys that you punch <laughs> and they fall over and then they pop right. Weeble back wobbles. Again, you know? Yeah, weeble wobbles. <laughs> All right, so let's, let's go around. Let's down. see if we can keep this going for a little bit. Let's go around. It's almost like a never have ever, but let's find out who here needs to is the one who needs to actually grow a pair. Like a never have I ever done this thing that requires growing a pair. And let's see if we're all you know, pretty oh, careful. Oh, I'm going to be so guilty. Uh, yeah, I, I have climbed okay. the be... notebook. I have to grow a pair. I was up to the notebook. Dude, I cried at Titanic when I first saw that. Like, yeah, when I, oh, yeah, yeah, that was a... That was I a laughed hysterically, dude. and my girlfriend at the time got so How fucking mad at me. How you laugh hysterically at Titanic? Because it man? made me feel weird, oh, so I laughed. Oh, dude. Died, dude. dude. <laughs> when, okay, when the one guy that we all love, but no one I'll knows his name... Go, Jack. Just a ha, ha. Yeah, you will. It's <laughs> fucking cold out. You're gonna die. And you're gonna let go. Stop it. You're an asshole. That was the best part of that movie when she says, "I'll never 
never let go. And then let's go. I'll never let go. And then she lets his body sink to the ocean floor. It's like, you fucking let go, bitch. But when that, when that one guy is like, hello, is anyone alive out there? And you see the woman holding the baby that's frozen. Yeah. Well, keep looking. Keep checking them. I was like, oh, my God. They're going to keep checking them. They're going to find no one. I awkwardly <laughs> laughed through that whole scene. Wow. That was so bad. I don't have a so soul. So Pots doesn't need to grow a pair. Pots needs to seek therapy. Yeah. <laughs> Pots needs to talk about his... Uh... Okay, so, all right. So, never have I ever changed my profile picture for a trending cause. Is everyone here? Yes. Uh, We're all good. good. Ever, okay, good. good. Never have None I. of us here have ever changed our profile picture for a trending cause. I've Fan- never had a rainbow Ding. flag Ding. Facebook picture. One point toward the we have a pair. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, never have I ever uh, created or joined into a group to go let someone know about my pain. Nope. Nope. We're good. (laughs) (laughs) Two points for pairs. Anyone else got? I'm gonna pass most most of these if they're about Facebook and like social media. Yeah, I was gonna say. Never have I ever said today I rose above the drama. (laughs) (laughs) Never have I ever had my own personal Twitter account. Uh, well, oh, we I, had one. Okay, for the, I, we had one for the we, podcast. We shared one, one for the podcast. I, I have a Twitter, but that's something totally different. I have a Twitter, and I now I won't use an excuse. I use my Twitter primarily to uh, broadcast the twenty-two point three, the journey. It was just another outlet to share it, share the link. Yeah. Um, and anytime I used Twitter, it was to put up funny quips. Never um, I never I, used right, it. So here to, you go. Never have I ever used Twitter to complain. Yeah. Never have I ever. Uh, posted I'm trying about to think if I've ever complained. Uh, I've told I, I people to go kill themselves on there, but <laughs> okay, one, okay, joining one time I put up a Twitter uh, at hashtag Colin Kaepernick to cut him up for being such a douche. I actually like I tagged him in it and just cut him up for that whole look at me, yeah. I stand or I stand or in the fucking thing. <laughs> I did I did attack a celebrity one time on Twitter, so I'm a little guilty. <laughs> but I wasn't like upset with him. I, I just more or less told him he was a piece of shit. But uh, you can take that point away from me if you want. That's fine. I, I love when <laughs> South Park talks about that, and uh, they they have um, J.J. Abrams or whoever it is yeah. change the uh, the national anthem. You know, he's going to write a whole new ash, uh, national anthem, and instead and he now just for says, the national anthem. "Please stand." Sit or kneel for the national anthem, <laughs> <laughs> and then it just plays the regular national anthem, so it doesn't matter what you do. And yet again, the world is saved by J.J. Abrams. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. Um, never have I ever. What you guys got a safe space one or what? You guys got anything good um, that we've never done? I mean, never have I ever spoken to a group. About my problems. Well, that's good. Okay, never. And I mean, like, I talk about like people who actually go to like group therapy because they have legit like alcoholism or shit like that. I've been to a depression support group. No, that's not the same. But that was with someone who had depression. I don't have depression. What I'm saying, no, no, that's legit shit. I'm talking about like someone wore a Pocahontas costume when they knocked on my door, and I need to talk much (laughs) about it. Ding, ding, ding. Three three points for that one. Good, fantastic. Okay. Um, Never have I ever told someone you can't say that because it offends me. Ooh. Yep. I'm okay. Ding, ding, ding. Yep. Three never, points on there that one. Yep. Bunch never, of sacks never hanging done. in this garage. I have never say told... Say whatever the fuck you want because it's all... I have never... Thing. Wow. I have never seriously told someone I'm offended by that. Um, I will... Now I've went all I'll, once. I'll take my point for that because I've told people I'm offended, but I didn't tell them they can't say that because I'm offended. Right. I've told people that they're, they were... You were entitled to your opinion yeah. as well. Just actually, I don't know if anyone... You're an asshole, but 
that's I want why you, I think. I won't use the name of this individual, but just um, yesterday, or two days, I don't even fucking remember. I think it was yesterday. I had posted up a status about how much rap sucks and how I hate people who are like, if you don't listen to rap, you're closed-minded. But if you say, I don't listen to country, no one calls you closed-minded. If you say, I don't listen to metal, no one calls you closed-minded. But as soon as you say, I don't listen to rap, you're closed-minded. So I went on a little bit of a rant about how the top 50 right now, if you look on Spotify, is mostly rap and the music out is yeah. garbage. And then no. I used It some, is all garbage. And then I used Kendrick Lamar lyrics to, you know, just to drive my point home. And I picked out the shittiest ones of the shittiest song I could find <laughs> intentionally. And someone we went to high school with, again, whose name I won't say, went on this thing at me where it started off okay, where all they were doing was saying, well, here's what he's actually singing about some of these other songs he had to do one of those. Here's what he's actually singing about. Yeah. It's actually, right? Let and then me he posted, interpret this bullshit for you. And then he posted lyrics of a different Kendrick Lamar song that he thought were real insightful. And this was all fine until he ended it by saying, so yeah, so you're pretty fucking ignorant. And I was like, uh, so I went off. I was like, well, you certainly put me in my place. And I fucking went off this thing and I lost my shit. And his response to me was like, you're unhinged. Go get help. You're fucking insane. Like, but I wasn't because, and then he called me, he's like, who's the snowflake now? Because I, you know, he's a far left and I'm a, I've been kind of far right recently. Right. He's like, here you are getting pissed because I called you out for being ignorant. Who's the snowflake now? And I didn't respond anymore after this because I didn't want to look like someone who has Facebook debates because yeah. no one likes that shit. <laughs> but what I wanted to really tell him is do like what I shit, wanted to tell man. him is I'm not offended that you called me ignorant. It's the wrong word. I think you're a fucking prick for calling me. I'm not offended. I'm not hurt, sad, gonna go home and cry. I just think that how fucking dare you through social media call me ignorant? Because guess what? If you were standing in front of me, well, violence isn't the answer. I don't give a fuck. If you were standing in front of me, you would not call me ignorant. And if you did, you have your fucking teeth knocked out or I'd headbutt you. I'm you know sorry, I mean? but I just think it takes more skill to play a musical instrument, have a good voice, and sing a song, plus write the lyrics to everything, figure all your shit out with six other people, and produce all that shit. Yeah. I think that is much more difficult and takes much more skill than listening to a pre-made beat by somebody and coming up with lyrics over the beat that you said Absolutely. instead of and sing. You don't you have, have to have a good voice. I'd much rather listen to Bob Dylan. And I hate Bob Hell Dylan. I, I hate him. <laughs> I would much rather listen to Bob yeah, Dylan yeah, than Bill Yachty. And that was the, I had said something almost exactly like that in my what I said was everyone knocks so I said I ended it with saying this I was like you know everyone knocks country and I've never been the biggest country fan myself but I'll tell you this I would rather crack open a cold one on a tractor if my dog died and my girl left me than fucking sing along to this bullshit and it's true like I don't care how fucking yeah. single roaded you can consider country to be like the people say it's only about these four things. To me, it still feels much better to listen to. At least they play instruments. At least they play fucking instruments. At least they sing. <laughs> and okay, so here's where this came from, and this goes into more growing a pair. Um, how much time are we running on, by the way? On, on, One twenty-five. Yeah, we're rocking. That's fantastic. Hour yeah. and a half easy. That's, See, nice. <laughs> that's a podcast. Let's right, fucking end it right now. That's, so and we're done. <laughs> <laughs> just cut off right there. No ending. Nothing. So this also comes in here. Well, hold on. Here's more important. How many beers are left? Three. 
That's three <laughs> beers. Everybody three gets beers another left. beer. Everyone gets another right. beer, and then we're good. All right, so here's the next <laughs> grow a pair thing. I like that. I like that. Bring a bag of beers every week. We decide how long the podcast is. <laughs> yeah. yep. I just grabbed all the, the spare left. beers from my fridge and threw them into a shopping bag and brought them over. Well, this week, Josh... They're all br- warm. <laughs> this week, Josh brought half a beer, so this is going to be a real quick podcast. <laughs> Well, I also have a, what, a, oh shit, a hint of liquor yeah, left. Yeah, you want to let me get a little Hell bit? Yeah, this is the bro. first time that I've really yeah. enjoyed scotch. What is this? This is the Dimple Pinch 15 year. Ooh. Dimple Pinch. Hmm. Yeah. Indeed. Um, and now Here, Josh, let me give remember a, that. Let me give you one of those. <laughs> Josh is a whiskey hater. You also liked the knot, didn't you? Because it had a little bit of a sweetness to it. There was so. Was it the knot or was the it knot something else? We tried here. It had a little yeah, bit of a sweetness to it. The yeah, Irish yeah, stuff, yeah. which is uh, something that's, an that's acquired. really smooth. You mm-hmm. know, like this is very smooth. Well, this is also fifty dollars a bottle, so I believe it. That is it so should scotch. be enjoyed. This is actually something we visited earlier that I want to keep going on because there's so many more examples. We talked about growing a pair for other people. This whole. Now, because I know it's not contradictory, because I just said a minute ago that all people should stand together, and we should. But at the same time... All stand together against the people who are stupid. Can we really stop pretending that we have as much of an interest Can't do it. in other cultural or racist struggles than we do? It's okay to feel the pain of another culture or racist, but please don't tell me, because part of the what this dude went off on me about... Is he st- immediately he started going into rap about bringing up how about how he's singing about the? Uh, Can we share that last cigarette? Oh, absolutely. He brought up about how all this. He's smoking one. All right. Yeah. Whatever. He brought up about how you know the lyrics that he just posted to show me about how intelligence rap is <laughs> is about all the struggle about the black man, the black man's culture, and this is the whitest dude I've ever met who's grown up around nothing but white people, went to a white school. I'm not saying he shouldn't care about the black person's struggle, but please stop shedding bullshit tears about it like you're an activist for it like it just seems it actually seems why more pretentious why do you care so much right why do you care because it's not that big a deal it doesn't affect your life exactly and stop I just feel like stop putting your time and energy I feel like it's for attention matter. I don't really feel like he cares that right, much well, about like this particular struggle so I, I agree like more with Dan on this it's not stop saying things about it who cares it's more like you haven't dealt with that Stop pretending like you're you this martyr for yes, this cause. Exactly. Yes. That's the thing. These the martyrs for show me you your, didn't go martyr. Show me your 15 years of experience dealing with all these different people, talking about why rap is a formidable and uh, up and coming. Right. Um, yeah. Because last to... year you had a fucking mohawk that was blue, and you were hella into punk rock. Exactly. <laughs> you fucking you white poser. suburban you piece of shit. Poser. Yeah. Now, now, if if the dude who's my age who grew up in the worst part of Canada's entire life comes up to me and says, "Dude, here's why these lyrics make sense about what's going on." That makes fucking sense. That's a reputable source. That's a reputable source. He actually walked out his front door and watched people get shot in the head over a fucking bag of pot. Like, he knows. 
You don't know. Stop pretending like you're on the team and you lived it. Because I'll tell you what, it pisses off the people who you're apparently you trying to protect, too. Yeah. They think you're a douche, yeah, too. They yeah. think you're a pretentious white piece of shit. They're just happy you're buying the record. Or <laughs> pirating it and <laughs> playing it. They're just happy to be getting 90% plays. of the time. <laughs> it just it makes no sense to me why we always have to... And, that, and when we mentioned this earlier, when I was talking about the whole Redskins thing, it was in, in no way a large group of Native Americans. That, maybe there was one or two... Who again were they were more in the social life? Maybe it was like a, a Native American who was actually on some form of a board, like a casino owner. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and he said something about it, along with how many other people who have no idea about the struggle that Native Americans went through and the slaughter they went through. You have no idea. You grew up watching your fucking fifty-five inch screen TV, driving your fucking SUV. You've had air conditioned your entire life. Don't tell me you know about the struggles of the native people because <laughs> you fucking you don't. You weren't there for Have the you... smallpox. When was I... the last time you lived in a wigwam? Never. <laughs> I am with Standing Rock. All right, cool. People deserve water. What are you doing about it? I'm changing my Facebook picture. I'm, no, you're I'm a fucking pussy. About it. I stand with refugees. Oh. How many of them are currently living in your house right now that you've let in? I want to know that when these refugees get here, how many of them you're inviting into your home to sleep on your couch? How many? <laughs> Fucking none. Especially if you have kids. Dude, don't tell me that if you have two kids at home or any kids at home, that you're going to, oh yeah, a band of 15, come sleep on my couch. Oh, you don't speak my language? And you guys keep making jokes going, boom, boom, boom. Come on in. This is great. <laughs> Fuck you. you. You are full of shit. If you want to, if you want to believe that they should be allowed here, and you think they should have rights and all that, that's fine. But don't act like you're like the fucking new underground railroad leader for fucking refugees. <laughs> you you know never I mean? had a refugee through your home. Yeah, and you never will either. Yeah, and you're not interested in that either. Carla it's, makes a point sense. about that too. About people, he's like, you know, how many of these people who are against this would like have a black fetus like, inserted in them or adopt a black crack baby. None, because that's something Christ would do. Exactly. Like, you wouldn't actually do anything to help. Just change your profile picture because it's a convenient way. A martyr. It's a convenient way for you to sit back and show everyone, look how righteous I am. So here's something we should, uh, we should visit back and grow revisit. a pair. Fake martyrs. Fake martyrs. Uh, that is I think this entire discussion again. comes back to validation. It does. It does. It's all mm-hmm. about... Getting the response look from at other me. people because yeah. I think this. Look at me. Ha- look at look at me for how I feel, and you agree with me. So be on my team. Which all comes back to selfishness and vanity. Vanity. That's yep. that's what it boils down to. So here you go. We don't give a are, shit. Are we going to start wrapping up this episode with talking about people who are just far too vain? Yeah, absolutely. Is, is that why they haven't grown a pair yet? Because you're They're, too vain? Donald Trump is far too vain. Hey, Sorry. that's right. <laughs> see, people, that's saying, I'm not offended. Yeah, I see shouldn't people, be. I see people trash him all day is. long. You know why? You know why they trash him all day long? Because he's a jerk-off. Of course <laughs> they trash him all day long. And I voted for the jerk-off. And you know what? Given the opportunity again... I'd do it again. Because <laughs> I'm a jerk-off, too. So, and I'm okay. I've accepted that. <laughs> I've accepted that. I'm not offended. People, like, put up all kinds of groups and shit, like, love is hate. doesn't offend me. I sit back and laugh. And I'm, like, and I would have much more respect for the liberal who sat back and laughed that we actually voted for this guy. The guy who's just like, what a bunch of fucking morons. I like that dude. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Well, that's where I've gone to. I, at first, I was like, no, the world's gonna end. Now I'm like, <laughs> Fuck this country. <laughs> There's another never have I ever, never have I ever done anything for the publicity. 
There are a lot of people out um, there who do what they do based uh, on there was the a feedback long from time I was really and trying to stir people up. Okay, I was so really you know trying to get pussy real hard for that a long time. That is not publicity. It was. That was that's, my. That that's was my request my to get perso- laid. Not, but that was my personal <laughs> PR. You win on this one, I'm not going to lie, because I have definitely... Because we're talking about being vain, right? So I'll go ahead and I'll be fucking way open. I have always been, whether my reasons be okay or not, a look-at-me guy. I've always very much been a, here I am, Dan's yeah. in the room, yeah. you know? Yeah. No, no. I, yeah. Hey, what are you guys doing? Yeah. <laughs> always been that guy, yeah. and I don't think that's ever really going to change for me. And, you know, definitely a part of it has always been because... I feed off, uh, I do feed off the attention of others. I always have. But I've learned through adult life of watching friends slip away just due natural causes. Like this person goes away to this place, this person has kids, this person gets married, this person moves to another country. I've learned that I can't self-sustain and float my boat on how everyone else thinks about me and how many people are paying me attention. I've learned that it's a lot of parts of my life are just me, my fiance, and my two kids. And there's no one else who gives a fuck about me at that current time. And that's okay. Yeah, but I'm definitely a vain asshole. Definitely a vain motherfucker. Well, we're all vain to a degree. Of course. It's the people who are pure vanity, and there's too many The people of them. on the national spectrum. The people who... Ooh, nationalists. Do you want to go there? No. Kardashian. <laughs> vain Kardashians. Yeah, people on the national scale who like have the, the spotlight of the nation directed upon them. Yeah. And everything they do... You know, the show is made to look like it's reality, but every single thing about that show is staged. They plan the shit. They tell them exactly what they're going to do. They they ad-lib and they follow a basic structure and how they're going to, you know, portray the show. It just... I mean, when it comes to vain, sometimes I can't tell the difference between someone who's vain and someone who actually really cares about their, their thing. Let me bring up one individual who you could say he's doing it for the money which he might be because how much money he's probably made now, or he really is that devout and believes that much. That Joel Osteen motherfucker. That guy. The dude who writes he's all that books. He's in it for the money, man. He's in it for the money and that is it. But when you don't have world experience. You think he's getting a lot of pussy? Oh, he's getting Absolutely. so much I thought pussy. that those people were supposed to be celibate. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, Bob. Oh, no. Josh, are you, are you identifying him as a certain group? You... You should go to your. Did you just own assume space. that because he's male, he only wants pussy? <laughs> <laughs> Did you just assume that? that was no, I just me. thought that like pastors and well, I guess pastors. I probably shouldn't lives. have called him a him either. I mean, that's <laughs> it was all wrong. depends that on the. Uh, it all depends on the the religion that you follow, you know, because Catholic priests are not allowed to have wives. They're they're celibate. They do not have sex until then, until the elementary school lets out. Yeah, but but. What I'm saying is, like, Baptist pastors are allowed to have wives and kids. It all depends on the religion that you believe, whether or not you can have pussy. Right. Which is weird. I'm so, a big fan of Baptists. Yeah. <laughs> they're allowed to have pussy. Have pussy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not a big fan of Baptists. So <laughs> yeah, they're pretty crazy. <laughs> who are some of our most... You're not allowed to dance. Who are some of our most vain individuals in this world? Or in our modern country growing up, like, our time frame right now... Who are some of the most vain? Politicians, or, movie stars, sports stars, music stars. I thought yeah, the the football yeah. player thing is out of hand. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, and I, it sucks because I love the NFL and I watch it yeah. every year deteriorate sports into stars, Sports stars are the pinnacle of vanity. They, well, no, not even that. Look remember at uh, World Soccer right now. Dude, Do I remember T.O.? That is the pinnacle of vanity. Dude, People look at World T.O. Soccer right now. World Cup Soccer, which none of us follow because we're American and it's a shit sport. They involve <laughs> Let's every ball one of them. Forth. There's like someone who like moves their arm a foot away from their face and they hit the ground like and literally as they hit the ground punch themselves in the face to get a bloody nose like oh my god look what he did and oh, like yeah. hit the ground and just I've fucking I've seen some die. of the slow-mo like faked injuries that they just try to pull off where some guy goes up to some other guy and he's like you know, and walks yeah, away. Like, like, hey, man, fuck you. you know, yeah, and walks brushes away. his arm. <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, and falls to the ground and rolls around. Ah, he's got the face. And <laughs> oh, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you one of the biggest shows I just watched because they're, they're doing this bit. The big famous fight coming around is Mayweather versus McGregor. I right? can't wait and for when, that fight. But I'll tell you what. But when, me. but when they get in each other's face for the camera... They can't even hear each other shit talking. They're just, like, blah, blah, blah. They're just in each other's face for two and a half minutes. I'm like, how full of your fucking selves are you two grown men? You gotta stand yeah. there for the camera going, but blah, 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 speech. the shit McGregor said, like... Oh, McGregor's funny as fuck. When you get cold, you need to wear gloves, you glass hands. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, murdering him. The McGregor speech was, like, one of the top four things on Reddit today. And was I it? watched it, and... It, Full of vanity, that's for sure. That's right. Absolutely full of vanity. <laughs> Unfortunately, but, he has a pair so big he needs suitcase for yeah. it. Yeah. So we can't give him shit. It's true, though. If they were in a real fight, not a boxing match, if they were in an actual street fight, McGregor would kill would murder him. In a street fight, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yo, can I get, let me get ahead of that, that vape, guy. son, because I'm out of boats, because oh. of all of us, yeah. mostly yeah. me, but... Yeah, mostly us. So no, what? No, mostly you. What? What pretentious flavor do we have today, Potsy? This is Honey Perry by the Vapor Chef, as usual. You're so white. <laughs> it was Honey Perry. <laughs> now I like to smoke this because the taste of the Honey Perry reminds me of the Black Struggle and how much they went through to pick the berries or the pears or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> That's why I love this because I identify. Fuck you! I'm trying to. I'm trying to shed a tear. I'm going to go change my Facebook picture to a pair. <laughs> we are vaping, we're down. smoking, we're drinking beer, we're drinking liquor. We're men. Yeah. We're men. Speaking of damn... I'm going to take a piss. Oh, go for it. Go, you, go, you go take that piss. Just yeah. go use the bathroom. So throughout the course of the night tonight, we've only been going for an hour and 40 minutes, so... Well, that's, that's pretty damn good, though. It is, but in that time, we've drank half a bottle of 15-year-old scotch and a 12-pack. So what you're saying is, to do this every two weeks, we're... We're, we're going to be alcoholics. Yeah. Go, <laughs> going to be, he says. <laughs> That's classic. We're going to show everyone that we already are alcoholics. No, there, there's a certain thing to production that you need to not care a certain level. So I find... The oh, absolutely! Takes that edge off. Yeah, you need to have that. Uh, you need to have that liquid courage. It, not so much courage, but it's just it's yeah. it's liquid honesty is what it is. Well, you know and I mean? if we weren't in a government state, I would like to enjoy other things. Of course, but I can't. So you can't. <laughs> Such bullshit. So I, so I like to enjoy a little bit of a uh, alcohol. I can't believe that in 2017 that. Like you know, that's part of the pansying. That's part of the pansying. I watched this thing about how Dare was actually 
worse in terms of uh, having like drug use went up because of the dare programs. Dude, there was a guy I went to Subway and out in front of or not Subway, uh, Saldworks. Gene was trying to eat healthy, and we went to Saldworks, and there's this guy out in front with a dare table. I'm like, dude, this is a fucking sit down restaurant. Like, fuck you. Hey, you got a minute? No, I don't. No, I'm trying no, to no, eat. No, no, because Go I'm not yourself. in the mood. No, right I, I want to eat. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, fuck that. No, I'm not in the mood to sit down and have a realistic conversation about drugs with a person who's obviously one-minded and probably a cop about right. the use of drugs in the nation today. Because so. Because drugs would. is a very broad term. Yeah. Some are fun. <laughs> yeah, no, Some don't, don't destroy lives, and it's don't okay. Be wrong. Why don't you Heroin, meth, cocaine, let's run the gamut. There's certain things that you probably shouldn't do. Absolutely. And who's to say you can't because I'm not that person. If I did heroin, I'd probably be a shit person. Who knows? There might be a person out there who can do heroin and subsist and do not their many, lives. Though, really. They have a lot of money already. Yeah. So, but let's say, like, that person exists that Those can just do, do heroin once a weekend. Uh, fine. Go fucking do it. Don't fuck my life up, and I'm not going to beat the as shit out of you. As long as you're not fucking up anyone else's life. George Carlin says it. As it long as you're okay. not making life difficult for, if you're making life difficult for at least one other person, then you're going away. Yep. If you're just making your life suck. Back in town. Who, yeah. Who gives <laughs> a shit? If you're just making your life suck, I really don't care. But it's when you start fucking spreading on everyone else that it becomes a problem. Yeah, don't fuck my life up. That's cool. Hey, can I have change? No, fuck you, junkie. I walk on. You don't rape me? Cool. That's my day. (laughs) (laughs) A day in the life of pots. (laughs) Not getting raped by junkies. (laughs) (laughs) So, gentlemen... um, well, this has been good. I think we've really yeah. we've really dove into quite a lot of topics here. And yeah. Really, and yeah. we stuck with the grow a pair theme for the most part. We didn't deviate too much. So, guys, and, this is episode one. And I and, love yeah. that. Here in episode one, we've we never got, introduced ourselves. <laughs> we've, we've got Josh. We've got Eric. I'm Eric. we got Dan over I'm here. I'm Danny. I'm Josh. I'm Danny. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I hope you guys enjoyed Let this. Maybe vain uh, and say it louder. I'm Danny. <laughs> this is Josh. This is going to be one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> This is going to be one of those things where you can follow along, where we're just going to hang out here in the garage, we're going to have a couple drinks, we're going to talk real. Uh, we really hope you join us yeah. from now on, because uh, there's some real topics that need to be talked about, and certain people aren't talking about them, and we really hope you're not one of them, or else you're a fucking pussy, and we don't really like you, and you don't have to listen. If- That's right. That's the great thing about this being the first episode, so if you listen to this, the one about growing a pair, and you've decided that you don't want to listen to us, good, we've weeded you all out ahead of time. (laughs) (laughs) This is a great setup. (laughs) Anyone who don't want to listen to us won't be listening right now to hear this part. Yeah, exactly. From now on, we will know that our listeners, if they listen, anyone who listened to this first episode and then continued on, will know that people continued on have a pair. That's fantastic. They will be the church of the garage. Yeah, the church of the garage. They will hang out here in the garage with us, and they will understand who we are, and we'll get to know them. Um, If you want to find us... Uh, I don't know. We'll post it up on shit. And uh, have a great night, and as always, go fuck yourself. Who invited that guy? Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Fuck you. Who invited this guy?